The show that takes you home. The Home Stretch with Sterling Holmes on ESPN Kansas City, 1510 AM, 94.5 FM, and the ESPN Kansas City Facebook page. Welcome to the Home Stretch, ESPN Kansas City, Sterling Holmes live in studio on a beautiful red Friday. It's a great day. Great day to have a great day as Dylan Michaels is behind the glass. Dylan, how you doing, my Modelo shirt rocking friend? Uh, I'm better now that you used one of my favorite sayings ever. The It's a great day to have a great day. Oh, thank you. I agree. Thank you. It's a great day to have a great day. It always is. Ball players make ball plays. So we always said in college, it's a great day to have a great day. Do you remember uh, the wide receiver for Florida State? Um, Sam, it wasn't Asante Samuel, obviously. It was not Debo Samuel, obviously. The wide receiver for Florida State um, who said, in big-time moments, big-time players make big-time plays. Are you referring to Santana Moss? Santana Moss. Surprisingly, not even close to Samuel. There's an S. There's an S. There's an S and, and an a, a. And a... I'm not going to expose myself as someone that doesn't know grammar, but it's the... Is it the flat? What is, what is it yeah, called? Samuel, you know what I mean? It's the yeah, same... Syllables. Um, it's not the same syllables, phrasing, but... I don't know. Pronunciation. Way, we knew... We knew what we were talking about. We we know, we, we, know stuff. We, we know stuff. I knew uh, it was Florida, smart, and it people. was Florida State, correct? Yeah, yeah. See, I, I knew what I'm talking about. And when, and so in college, we always said it's a great day to have a great day. And to shorten down Santana Moss, ball players make ball plays. Yesterday was a ball play. Uh, I had a really fun day. I was everywhere. Did a really cool event at Chicken and Pickle. Um, it's the third annual Volley Llama. Charlie Hustle put this on, uh, supporting the kids from Children's Mercy. And it was just such a cool experience. I was so glad to be a part of it. Uh, he went to Miami. Thank you. Sorry. I know it was in my ear, Dylan. I, I knew it was, but I appreciate you still stopping me because I knew it was a Florida school. You know what? Maybe Samuel and Santana and Miami and Florida State. Maybe I'm just, uh... Just not good. Have I ever thought of that? That is the farthest thing from the <laughs> truth. But the point is, yesterday was a great time supporting a great cause, Children's Mercy. A lot of fun. Sat down with Hunter Dickinson and K.J. Adams of Kansas Basketball. Had a chance to sit down with Alex Gordon. We'll play this interview for you a little bit later on the show. Uh, talk to Garrick Dieter. Uh, we'll talk with him later on in the show. Play that interview for you guys as well. Matt Beasler from Sporting KC Lore. Uh, it was an absolute great time supporting a really cool cause. Uh, very glad to be a part of it. But I, I want to touch before we talk a whole bunch of NFL, because Dylan and I are obviously going to give our picks for this upcoming week, because we have a season-long tally that we got to get going. But I want to say for the KU fans, this is hard for me. Dylan, this is hard. You know me. I'm a zoo through and through. KU has a couple of really good guys in KJ Adams and Hunter Dickinson. Uh, KJ Adams was Big 12 Most Improved Player of the Year last year, and he was just so gracious, so excited to get out there again, uh, give back to the community. And, and by the way, Hunter Dickinson, Hunter Dickinson was there at this event for the kids for Children's Mercy. Hunter Dickinson, who just transferred from Michigan now to KU, 
He was there, has yet to play a game, and Hunter Dickinson already given back to the community. I thought it was a very cool moment for him. Uh, I also pointed out you were the biggest, literally and figuratively, largest guy in the portal transfer this year. Why did he choose Kansas? He thinks KU gives him a best chance to develop his game into an NF, uh, NBA caliber, NBA uh, prospect. He thinks just the ability of Bill Self is going to take him to that next level. Uh, so Kansas Jayhawks, as a Mizzou fan over here, I begrudgingly want to say you got a couple of really good dudes going your way. Uh, in Kansas, Kansas City Chiefs news over here, Chris Jones, Travis Kelsey, both expected to play. I don't know if you saw this on Twitter, Dylan, when Travis Kelsey was wearing his knee brace, he pulled up limping, then proceeded to to twerk on the field to show that his knee is okay. I got a good chuckle. I first went from utter despair to, okay, he's okay. When I first saw him slow down and start limping, I go, oh, no. Oh, bleep. How do they get us in camera? This is not good. This is not good. And then he busts out a little little, little twerk ses- uh, session. I go, okay, that knee's fine. That knee's going to be okay. Mm. Did you watch Thursday Night Football last night? I sure did. That was... Ask your, it was good, bad. Listen, buddy. <laughs> listen, uh, but I'm not your buddy guy. As much as uh, I... Pet peeve is buddy. Um, listen here, friend. I'm if not there's your friend, football pal. that's professional and it's on... It, you're, 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 I'm, I'm watching, I'm watching it, yeah. It was good, bad, and ugly. It had a little bit of everything. Kirk Cousins played pretty well. Hang on. Do you want me to get the music for the the type of game here before you speak on it? Now, give me one second. Hang on. <laughs> Are you going to play? It was a cold and frigid night. Are you going to play Yakety Sax? <laughs> Dylan, I know you too well, man. I know you too well. While you get yakety sacks going, I will say I had a chance to talk to John Sherman at the Field of Dreams at the K last night post Chicken and Pickle. Uh, I was everywhere doing it for the kids, baby. Dylan, just doing it for the kids. But I know John Sherman has gotten a bad rap. I know a lot of people are upset with his, with his decision to move the team. And while I'm in the camp of I love the K and I personally don't want to see it moved, He's undeniably, uh, at least in my opinion, a a generous, good guy in real life. If you ever had a chance to meet him, um, I was lucky enough to to say hi, and we were working this uh, this auction, and he came up to my mother and myself post just to thank us for our for our time and and spending time out there for this charity. Um, I will say it was pretty cool to see the owner of the Kansas City Royals when he's thanking you. For helping out, I, I just thought that was a a pretty pretty big move for the owner John Sherman. Thought that was kind of cool. Uh, but going back to the game last night, thirty four twenty eight box score uh, clearly does not tell the whole story. I think Kirk Cousins actually played pretty well. Um, Three hundred sixty four yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. I know a lot of times he can be in the empty calories category, right where he puts up a lot of stats, but not a whole bunch of substance. This game, there was a lot of substance. K.J. Osborne had a had a massive drop in this game as well. Um, you know, Justin Jefferson fumbling the ball out the back of the end zone. <laughs> Alexander Madison was brutal 
also fumbled. This was not on Kirk Cousins, but he's still going to get that rep of a primetime choker. Unfair. The Yakety Sacks is absolutely perfect for Justin Jefferson stretching out, trying to score a touchdown, and uh, fumbles out of the end zone. That's my number one overall pick, so I was really elated when that happened. <laughs> that's, that's a real, that's not a gut punch or anything like that. All right, tell me your thoughts on the rule. Everyone has their thoughts on the rule. What are your thoughts on the fumble out of the side or back of the end zone as the offensive player? It's a touchback for the defense. I, th- I, I know this is going to piss people off. I think it's a good rule because it's almost like the Holy Roller. It's a name of that Raider game. Um, it's actually the reason why they implemented the rule of if an offensive player fumbles the football and the offense recovers it forward on the field, it goes back to the point of fumble because the Raiders actually were about to lose a football game. They were getting tackled like the 15-yard line, and Casper just drops the football, and the next guy kind of bats it, and then another guy clearly bats it, like almost yeah. just obviously puts it into the end zone. Guy falls on it, and the Raiders beat the Dolphins. Yep. Um, I think the Dolphins. Who cares? That is kind of the similar thing of if they can just throw their arms out and stretch over the pylon every time without any consequence, then it kind of deters people from making a bad, I guess, play. Like it's it's a risky decision. It is. It's a yeah. very risky. Like the Patriots are taught to never reach across the goal line ever. Yeah, because of that exact play right there. Who would have thought that you and I are on the same page? And it feels like it's you and me versus the world, buddy. I agree, and I, I'm, that's why I that's why I prefaced it with everyone's yeah. going to hate what I'm about to say. But but I th- I, I think it's right because. And I'm sure I've gone back and forth on this. I'm sure if you if you pulled up my my tweets in the past when this happens, I, I've probably said it was stupid. Well, yeah, if it happens against the Chiefs, if it happens for yeah, Mizzou, I know what happened to. And I agree it, with it, it's, it's, it sucks when it happens against Mizzou or your team. I understand this, but in totality, in general, I think it's fine because all of these rules in the NFL currently are for the offense. Yes, they're all for offense and for scoring. Let's add a little bit of risk reward on the goal line. You know, because then why wouldn't you, as a receiver or a running back, just or, always, just extend. always extend? No matter what, that's that's kind of why it's there. Now, the the one where you fumble, like, uh, who was it? It's for the Steelers. I'm pretty sure it's a tight end. I want to uh, Jesse James. I remember this. Yeah, it was actually for first and second in the AFC that year. Yeah, and it, it was a big deal. And that one was silly. That was a that was actually what changed. Now, did it? It was a lot that 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 was the season where everyone was just complaining about the catch versus non catch thing. Correct. And that was. I think the, the NFL just blew that call in general too. I agree, and that so that was the start, and then the Eagles and the Patriots were the Super Bowl that season, if I am correct, because the Eagles or the Steelers and Patriots played in the championship, and the Steelers were in New England because of that game and that sure. call, and there was that mixed with. The Corey Clemens, uh, what's his? No, that's not right. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Backup running back. Yeah. Caught the touchdown for the Eagles that was very, very close. Mm-hmm. Then the Earth's play where he yep. t- clearly takes three steps and extends as a football. Yes. That was the year that it changed because yeah. it changed to basically if you put two hands on it and make any type of tuck, st- any any move whatsoever. It's not a two steps and football move. Yep. 
anymore. It, and that play always stood out to me as a little different from these other ones. But again, if the the nose of the football is over the line, it's a touchdown. But that's you, why Mahomes. You, you got to get it. Yeah, the, the Superman. Air Jordan. Yeah, the Air, Air Jordan's a good call. But again, I I think I'm actually a fan of this rule, or or at least agnostic. I I don't really. I agree. Yeah, it, it, I don't it, think it really. You're only mad and you only hate the rule. When it happens to your to team. team. Uh, shout out to Big Country Matt Stockdale on Facebook Live. Uh, says, getting ready for a big rivalry game between Shawnee Heights High School and uh, Seaman High School tonight. Good luck. Says both teams are 2-0. Should be a nice high school football game. Congratulations. Good luck. Big Country. Bring it home. I will also say, Kirk Cousins, going back to that game last night, dude is a tough SOB. That guy was getting... Hit time and time again. They'd have put in their third string left tackle. Yeah, third string tackle. Injuries galore on the Vikings O-line. Vikings could easily be 2-0. And they held up against a ferocious yeah. Eagles D-line. I mean, I, I want to give the, the Vikings offensive line a little credit for going up against the Eagles defensive line and having all those injuries. Rookie but, or backup center. But, but, but still, Kirk Cousins got hit a ton, and dude... He stood in there and took hit after hit after hit. Do you look at those hits differently after watching quarterback? Yes. Same. Because before quarterback, I'm like, okay, he got hit pretty hard, but it's he'll, he'll be fine. Yeah, he's up. And then and then yeah. you you hear it and you see it and you see what you go through, and you're like, that's oh, quarterback. And you just think about someone taking a baseball bat to your rib cage. to your rib cage, and quarterbacks don't have a ton of padding. They got to be able to throw the rock, so they, they don't have a ton of extra padding down there. They're getting drilled. So I just want to give a shout-out to Kirk Cousins. I thought he actually performed very, very well in this game. Um, but the Vikings' luck of last year is running out. You saw it. Vikings last year were so good in one-score games. This year, you've already seen them 0-2 in one-score games. Looks like my Packers winning the division looks – it's still intact. Still it, intact. It's not the worst bet I've ever seen. No, it's not. And I think everyone, including yourself, saw this happening. And everyone's doing the one-score game record yeah. stat. And they had a good one. Did you see the one last night that they did on Amazon? Mm-mm. The, um, like, rec- there's, like, 42 or 44 teams that have had as many or double-digit one-score games and had a winning record, playoff appearance, everything like that. And then they did, like, the year after, and it was, like, 30-some have a losing record. Yeah. Well, it's just the, the law of averages. Right. Uh, the law of averages will always come into play. And, like, the one thing that could have skewed that stat in a bad way is the Chiefs had one-score games all last year. Sure. And if they have a, what it, what would it be? What they do last year? 13-4? and four? Yeah. So if they have a 12-5 and five record this year, technically you can add them into the worst record next sure. season pile. So, I don't know, but I think that we both yeah. saw that Minnesota was going to struggle. I will say, I still think the Vikings are a, a pretty good team. But they weren't, you know, thirteen and four good. They're 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 not a no. And remember, everyone unanimously said uh, the Giants are going to win that playoff game. Yeah, and they did. Yeah, it wasn't like a oh, everyone's saying this, and then the opposite <laughs> happens. Like everyone's saying this, yeah, and it happens. I, I do want to give a shout out to Justin Jefferson because that guy is such a joy to watch, man. Justin Jefferson, how he plays football, every single third down, the fact he just gets open, and even if he's not open. Comes a way to find or finds a way to come down with the football. The connection Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson has is top three 
NFL? Justin Jefferson was catching passes that it just looked like he, like, went and placed it around the defensive back's hands. Because he knows Jefferson. But, but it's like it's like they have this it, – it, it, to me, I know this might be blasphemous to say in Kansas City, I think it's the same level as Travis Kelsey and Mahomes. Like um, I, I'm not saying like Kirk not Cousins, skill. not not skill, Obviously, but but, but I like but, I, but I'm saying like the actual just physical connection. Like it was it was with I would say Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Like when they had that connection of they are always on the same page. Just how Travis Kelsey and Mahomes are always on the same page. It feels like Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins are almost always on the same page. Yeah, minus the skill, minus again, yeah, the, uh, ability. I guess then you're totally. I agree because, yeah. in my opinion, they're both. The receiver of, all right, no one's open, so where's he? And I'm just going to throw it in his direction. And he's going to come down with it. Those 50-50 balls become yeah. 95-5s. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That, that is very true, that they are very similar in the sense that they're both the best receiving option in their position. Yeah. Um, and Kelsey's almost the second best wide receiver yeah. in the league. Agreed. Um, Let's play the Alex Gordon audio. Again, I was at the Chicken and Pickle event last night uh, supporting the kids at Children's Mercy. It was the Volley Lama third annual event hosted by Charlie Hustle. I had a chance to talk to Alex Gordon, get his thoughts just on the event in general, Pickleball, get his thoughts on Bobby Witt Jr., as well as his thoughts on the new stadium, potentially wherever that lands. Take a listen to Alex Gordon talk with myself last night. Joined now by Alex Gordon. Alex, how are you? Doing all right. Yeah, beautiful night. Uh, ready to play some pickleball, so it's uh, it's going to be a great time. It's baseball weather. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, no. This is this is football weather right here. I like it. Yeah, man. Well, thank you so much for being here. First and foremost, are you a pickleball player? Are you getting out there tonight? Uh, I am getting out there tonight. I wouldn't call myself a pickleball player. I would call myself an athlete that can get out there and maybe get it done. I've, I've played a couple times at my country club and. And stuff like that. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes tonight. I heard we got a couple other uh, Chiefs players coming out. Um, so we'll see how they can do, too. Yeah, Garrick Dieter was calling his shot, okay? Just so you know, make sure when you see Garrick, let him know. He, he said he's minus 500. Oh, we we, we put, put some odds on this already. He says he's I up there. I will tell you, people take this pretty serious. I, I see a lot of people working hard at this and uh, getting after it. So I'm not one of those people, but... Uh, for the cause, we're gonna we're gonna have a good time tonight. Yeah, for you, what's it mean to to show up here, this huge event, the third annual Volley Llama for Children's Mercy? What does this mean for you? Well, obviously, it's um, it's all about the kids and Children's Mercy. Um, myself personally, I do a lot with uh, the Alex's Lemonade Stamp Foundation, which is kind of the same concept. So, um, knowing a lot of people at Charlie Hustle, uh, knowing Chase, um, wanted to be be a part of this and help out any way that I could. So. Um, like I said, just a great cause and something that my family and myself believe in. So um, to come out here and support it in any way that we can uh, was a no-brainer. Yeah. Uh, talking a little Royals with you right here, Bobby Witt Jr. is obviously off to such a torrid start this year. He's been incredible as the season's gone on. What is your take on Bobby Witt Jr. and what he's done just progressing from last year, some defensive miscues, and then you see him this year an absolute stud defensively at shortstop, just grinding away. You had a similar thing happen where, you know, you were great at third base, then you went to left field and you you stuck there, you grinded, and became one of, if not the best fielding left fielders in Major League Baseball history. Can you talk about this? Well, it's crazy the the way the game is being played now with, you know, obviously you mentioned Bobby Witt, you know, you got Ronald Acuna, you got that Rodriguez kid in Seattle. Just the ability to hit for power and steal bases, 
the athleticism that's in the major leagues right now is crazy, and we're pretty fortunate to have probably one of the best uh, young talents right now in Bobby Witt. Um, I know you talked about getting off to a slow start. I know he played with Team USA in the spring, so I think that might have had a little bit to do with it, just not having the same reps. Um, I know myself personally, I took spring training really serious to try to get reps and get ready for the season. So that could have, you know, started with a slow start. But with, you know, I, when people are asking me about him at the beginning of the season, I, I just knew what kind of kid he was, what kind of talent he was, and I knew it was going to come up and show up later. So, I mean, everyone's seeing it right now, and it's pretty special what this kid can do. And um, Kansas City should be lucky that, and I'm pretty happy that we have him. Uh, Alex Gordon joining us right here, Sports Radio 810 at WHB, the Charlie Hustle third annual Volley Llama right here, Chicken and Pickle in South Overland Park. Do you ever have that feeling you want to get back out there? I'm not saying for a full for a full season, but you know when you're watching baseball, you're at the game, do you ever have a slight little feeling of, I might still have a, a couple games in me? I would say the first couple years, because I, I mean, I will be honest, I kind of retired a little bit early. Um, it was just kind of a tough situation. It was covid team was rebuilding um i had three kids so it's just kind of a you know i I wanted to step away and uh get back to my family a little bit and i think i still had maybe a couple years to go so those first couple years um not not only did i want to you know i kind of knew i could if i wanted to but um now that it's you know three years out and i'm almost 40 now uh body's (laughs) starting to hurt a little bit more so um i'm good where i'm at right now (laughs) i'm 29 i take a golf swing i'm out for uh for a little bit i gotta got to get back in the cart yeah it takes me 10 minutes to warm up so yeah for sure i hear you with the stadium going to be on the move you don't have to say where you want it to go right uh, for me i grew up in kansas city I, i'm 29 lived here my entire life the k is all i've known but i also understand at some point i have to get over the fact of i don't want it to move but it's going to mm-hmm. move what's that feeling going to be like for you i mean you are a royals legend you, you see your name you have all this history the world series Seeing the K moved, are you going to have any sort of feelings, uh, you know, leaving that behind? It'll be sad because, you know, I grew up a Kansas City fan, and, you know, I'd make those drives from Nebraska, you know, pretty much every summer. Um, so I've, I've, the Kauffman Stadium has been, you know, kind of my home my whole life. So it will be a sad moment for sure. But, you know, just playing around the league and seeing all the stadiums, everywhere we go, usually it's downtown around something. Um, I kind of looked at the Atlanta Braves and stuff like that, the newer stadiums and everything with everything that goes around it. I love Kauffman Stadium, um, but, you know, there's no bars, there's no restaurants around it to kind of, you know, have something else to do um, to get out to a game. So I think it's a good idea. Uh, but that, 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 that being said, it's still going to be a sad time when uh, they make that change. Yeah. Uh, Alex Gordon, appreciate the time. Really cool. I uh, really appreciate Alex Gordon for uh, hanging out, doing that yesterday with us. Um, it's fun, man. That's my first time I've ever actually interviewed Alex Gordon. And for me, growing up a Royals fan my whole life, I'm 29 again. It, it, it's a it was a very fun experience. It was a very fun experience, a very fun event in general being out there. And, again, it was for a great cause for Children's Mercy. Again, the third annual Volley Lama event, Charlie Hustle hosting this. Uh, out there at Chicken and Pick, a really, really cool event. Um, let's take a quick break. Dylan's come back. I want to do some NFL picks with you, man. I want to make sure we have enough time because guess what? I'm going to beat you this week. I'm going to beat you this week, pal. I don't know. i got to check. I'm, I'm going to check the, the schedule or check the uh, the numbers. I want to I make sure I beat you last week, too. Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break. Come back, and I'm going to beat Dylan in picks after this. Maybe I already did.
Welcome back to the home stretch, ESPN at Kansas City. Hey, Dylan, guess who won last week, pal? Uh, guessing by the inflection <laughs> in your voice and this, uh, the cackle, the cackle, the cackle <laughs> that you have won. You have bested me. One point, one game. I said point because Dylan and I do a thing. If you guys want to join, uh, play along with us, you can. Sports Radio 810 WHB. If you go to the Pick'em Contest, the 810 Football Pick'em Contest, it's weekly, it's yearly. Dylan and I are doing yearly. And by the way, Dylan, just so you know, I didn't even pick Thursday Night Football. Wow. Look well, at that. Would, okay. It wouldn't we, matter. <laughs> we both would have said the Eagles. So No, Let's no, just... I, I meant last week. Oh, we both would have, said, we both would have had the Chiefs. So either way, we're usually on the same mindset on Thursday nights. So. Correct. So so we're one to know. We're both one. This know. week, we're going back to last week. I just want I want, want everyone to know right, yeah. the the weekly tally is Sterling over Dylan one nothing. But if you're a betting man, I'd probably fade both of us. Agree. Unless All right, Packers. Week two. Do you have your week two picks pulled up? Uh, not yet. Give me a sec. Dylan, what were you doing in the break? Uh, setting up the show. Oh, yeah, it's like Dylan actually has something to do or something. Now I'll get it here in a second. All right, week two. So Dylan again and I are doing a yearly long total. So we're going weekly totals if we're playing match play. And we basically want to do stroke play, too. We're keeping track of every single game as long as we remember to input them into our Pick'em account on 810WHB. Uh, we both got Eagles over Vikings for week two, so we're both 1-0. Feeling pretty good right now. Um, we're going to the next game, Sunday's game, Chicago versus Tampa Bay. Now I'm going to give you a heads up here, Dylan. I'm picking a lot of away teams Am my stupid smart. We'll find out most likely is going to be in the, uh, the stupid category, but I have the bears beating the Buccaneers again, starting this trend of away teams over the home team. You got the Bears beating the Bucks. I have the Bucks beating the Bears. Bears are without their D coordinator as well. Yeah, little, but the little the, Paige Winters inside info is her Bears fandom. She is very down on the Bears this weekend. So yeah, but I the Bucks are buns, dude. They beat the Vikings, who are also buns. But no, the, also- the Vikings aren't bad. The Vikings just they don't make any sense. They put up so many empty stats. Kirk Cousins right now is probably the MVP front runner, and the team's zero and two. I'm being slightly facetious, hyperbolic right now. I get it, but Kirk Cousins have been fine. The rest of that team has not been fine. Tim Bay is not a good team, man. I can't I can't do it. I don't think the Bears were a good team either. But Bucks home opener. I'm gonna be I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Bears over Bucks. It is week two in football. In the NFL, anything happens. Uh Ravens, Bengals. Who do you have here? I've got the Bungles. I told you I was picking the road teams, right? I know. It was tough for me not to pick them. Go too. Ravens. I know. The only thing that – the only reason I picked the Bengals is because they absolutely just light the Ravens' secondary on fire, it feels like, every single year. What I will say is I think the Bengals bounce back, have a very nice season, but they have started off early the past couple of years, right, and not just – a lot of this is based on injury, too. I mean, Joe Burrow coming back, but he started off slow last year. They were 2-2. Two and two. This year, I think they started off slow, and this is also based on the fact that he did not play in the preseason. He was not healthy. 
couldn't go through training camp. Uh, I like the Ravens at this one. Lamar Jackson. I, I know we're talking about the, the Bengals bouncing back. Quite frankly, the Ravens won that game easily last week, but it wasn't pretty. Lamar Jackson, I think, bounces back. So I have the Ravens over Cincinnati. Uh, next game. Your Green Bay Packers, apparently. My Green Bay Packers. Against the Atlanta Falcons. Nobody believed in us. I got the Packers, baby. Pack up. Put your cheese head on. What do you think of Dre- Jay Love? He's great. I thought. I thought in one week, good. my the sample good. size of one week, Again, he's a stud. He's playing Terrell Pryor Jr. So, so it's <laughs> kind of a wash. We don't know what yet, but hopefully they win against the Falcons. Yeah, I, I like the Packers in this one. Although I will say. I don't know what the over-under is right here in front of me, but I'd probably take the under based on the Falcons are going to run the football a ton. Tyler Algier is getting his carries, and Bijan Robinson is getting his carries. They're not going to throw the ball a lot with Desmond Ritter because they're not that effective through the air right now. Uh, I would expect a little bit of a lower-scoring game, but I think the Packers do come out on top. Colts, Tech, it's the first one we've agreed on. Yeah. Look at us. But last week we were agreeing on everyone, it felt like. This one, we're kind of differing to begin with. I have, yeah, Colts versus Texans. Anthony Anthony Richardson had a pretty nice debut. Yeah, I'm picking the lesser of the dumpster fires here. And they're both better. They both seem to be more well-ran as organizations this season versus last. But I think the Colts just all around were closer to contention than the Texans were year previous first home team i'm picking give me the texans i like the texans at home man it was tough not to i'm with you again both teams are bad neither team's gonna be good this year but i like the way they're both building and anthony richardson looked pretty darn good in his season debut uh cj stroud didn't look bad but i I think what it comes down to is i like the texans defense of will anderson will anderson is going to get after the quarterback um, Dalton Schultz, I would expect a pretty decent-sized game from him as well. I, again, I, I just like the Texans at home. Quite frankly, only 26% of people on our 810 website have picked the Texans. I have three underdogs picked already. Again, am I a genius? Am I an idiot? Um, time will tell. Time will tell, but I'm apparently going against the grain. But I'm not going against the grain on this next one. The Chiefs, Jaguars, we'll probably talk about a little bit more before we get out of here. Uh, Chiefs on the road. Give me the Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs. I don't like it. I don't like playing a team whose season you ended last year at their home opener. I don't like it at all. But I like it a little bit better since we lost on Thursday. You know what's a slight surprise? I'm assuming this is a Chiefs-dominated focus league as far as a lot of the people who are on our website are probably Chiefs fans. 22% chose the Jags. It's Okay. Going into the season, I thought we were going to lose this game. I thought we were going to beat Detroit and have a big old ceremony, yada, yada, everyone, banner drop, everyone's happy parade type deal. And then we would have been unfocused and lose to the team whose season we ended last year at their home opener the next week. So it's not crazy to think that we could still lose this game. It's just when you have a motivation of losing to the Lions that I didn't really think was going to happen, it kind of changes my mind just a little bit as well that Maybe they're going to come out a little more focused. And I thought that they would be when the season hadn't started yet. I will say the Jaguars' offensive line is two scoops of ass. And Brandon Sheriff uh, might be missing this game. So without the Sheriff, no police. Defense might run amok. Might get after Trevor Lawrence. No protection. 
I like the Chiefs in this one. I think the defensive line is going to be the difference maker for Kansas City. Uh, Chargers, Titans. I will say I'm sticking with my road team again, baby. Give me the Chargers. I think they bounce back after that uh, offensive explosion. Slash, It was an explosion of offense for the Chargers and also a shooting themselves in the foot, which, you know what, that is just what the Chargers do week in and week out. But I think the same thing happens. But the Titans can't keep up offensively with the Chargers. Although I will say... Derrick Henry might go for 150. That is what I am banking every single thing on as I make the pick with the 17% of the users. I am going to take the Titans Mm. only because it is absolute hell for the Chiefs to play in Nashville, and I'm thinking about that. It's their their home opener as well. And what do the Chargers not do well, which is stop the run. Correct. And... I don't think Herbert really plays well when you shorten the football game. And I think that that's what they're going to try and do is they're going to keep it on the ground, five yards cloud of dust, Derrick Henry over and over and over again. Yeah. And I do think the Titans send the Chargers to 0-2. You know what's an interesting thing that you just brought up? You said you don't think Justin Herbert plays especially well when teams control the rock, right? I would love to go back and look at that because that's a, a, a thought process I've had before. I go, he always plays good in shootouts. Right. He always plays well. Where he gets all of the stats and on Eckler screens that go for 80 yards. We, we, talk, we talk about all the time he, he, the, the check down merchant. But against the Chiefs, against Miami, for some reason they open the playbook up, right, against these high-powered offenses and then against teams like the Titans, uh, against, like, run-first teams for the most part. They just – change the offensive game plan or they don't trust him i don't know what it is but you're right it seems like they get out of a rhythm uh very good astute observation and also Vrabel is a little belichickian obviously played for him it's very similar in the sense that he makes you play left-handed and whatever the chargers don't do well or whatever they struggle does he cut off your right hand or how does he make you play left-handed no i think he just ties it behind the back does he know that that seems like that has to be illegal that has to at least be be a 15-yard penalty well i mean if you know, he's a Patriot, so... Oh, yeah. He probably gets away with it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, but... I wouldn't say you get a slap just, on the wrist, but I yeah. guess if the wrist is tied behind your back, you're just hitting air? Yeah. Okay. So, essentially. So, I, I think that that is going to play itself out. I think that they keep it close, and Chargers do something to Chargers. Stupid. Yeah. To Chargers. Chargers chargering, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raiders, 1-0. and First team in the AFC West. They travel to the Bills. Again, the Bills also 0-1. All right. What do you have here? Uh, give me the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I did too. I, I wanted to go Raiders, but man, I I, I can't do it. I just I can't do it. I'd be I'd be a liar. Lose money. I don't yeah, I'm I'm, I'm I want to beat you. I work all week for this paycheck. I'm not gonna throw it away. Just throw it away on a bad Josh take. McDaniels yeah. Raiders. No, Josh McDaniels is a uh, well, Josh McDaniels is the only uh, winning coach right on the AFC West. You're right. Uh, stud. In a one game sample size, he is the winningest Large. coach in the AFC West. Call it. Call the season. Call the season. Who said that Belichick assistants stink? <laughs> uh, probably most Belichick assistants. Uh, history. Uh, Seahawks. Lions. Give me those new, brand new Detroit Lions. I'm all in on Detroit, baby. I'm Detroit all versus everyone. in. Did you hear C.J. Gardner-Johnson telling the fans to wear ski masks to the game? Yes. Sounds like um, 
Old, old kneecap biter Dan Campbell wasn't a huge fan of that idea. He didn't I mean, say it's no. Cold. He didn't it might say be no. Cold in Detroit, who knows? It's, 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 <laughs> nor, it's more north, and we're already getting a little chilly down here for fall. So, you know, maybe they, he was just saying, "Hey, bundle up, don't I, don't, uh, don't get sick this week." You know what? I, I I do like the the thought process of you know what? We're gonna be different. We're gonna be rowdy. We're gonna get after it. Raiders fans had that mantra for a long time. Kind of feels like the Eagles miss CJGJ's mentality last night a little bit, maybe. Maybe a little it? bit. The physicality. I mean, physical. And quite frankly, CJ Gardner John. Johnson, is this his second year away from the Eagles now? Is this his first? First. This is his... He was injured. Either second or third away from the Saints where he was drafted. Yes, but he was... And then he got injured. He got... He no, came, no, no, remember, he got injured in training camp yeah, this year, and everyone thought it was like that season was ending. Season ending, yeah. Okay. That's where my, my, my thought process went. So, yeah. Lions, we both have them. We're back in the home team. But now I start my 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 reign of back on the away teams Niners well, over the Rams. Both of us are on this. <laughs> well, you, you don't want to see Matt. Hey, Matt Stafford to uh, a dude I've never heard of before was pretty good. That I connection. I know, but you know, don't go to the well too many times. It might be dry. And what about Tutu Outwell? Just Tyler Higby. If George Pickens and people that are actually like known receivers and and a good football team with actual veterans instead of just a bunch of free agents and things like that got absolutely dog walked by the 49ers then go ahead and bet yourself this will at least be a 10 point spread yeah i like the niners in this one as well i think they hammer the rams in la uh giants cardinals give me the g-men yep go again on the road cardinals i will give a lot of credit to they played very very well uh in their opening game uh, everyone thought they'd roll over. I know Washington's not a great team, but Washington, I think, is a decent team, right? I, I think there's no question they have a decent defense, at least. Cardinals did not roll over. They, they made that thing very, very difficult. The Giants cannot come out and play like they did against the Dallas Cowboys, or they will lose this game. Uh, I think they could still play like that and win. I think the Cardinals are just, I mean, I don't you think know. They should, you, I, think that, I think that says more about the Commanders than the Cardinals last week. Okay. Yeah. And honestly... The coach for the Commanders didn't even know that the starter that they have was any good. He also didn't know that they were still in the playoff hunt last year. I mean, I love Ron Rivera to death. Yeah, that was bad luck. But I don't think that's a good litmus test for the Cardinals being anything but the basement of the NFL this season. Tough but fair. Jets, Cowboys. I the road team here? I thought about Zach it. Wilson. Ten per, only 10% said said Jets. I'm not going to lie. I really thought about this, and the reason being not because of Zach Wilson, but because of the incredible defense, defense of the Jets. Yeah. You ain't putting up 40 against this Jets defense. I'm sorry. No, you, no, you are no. not. And, and, and the, the brothers, which I think is so cool, Quincy and Quinn and Williams, how cool is that playing with your brother and your defense oh, is yeah. just absolutely elite. How fun is that? Yep. And obviously I'm not expecting Whitehead to get three interceptions in this game. That That's just not going to happen. But Sauce Gardner is elite, and I do wonder how much – Dak Prescott tries to force the ball. If he tries, this opportunistic opportunistic defense of the Jets will take that ball away. I would take them to cover, not win. My question here for you as well, again, I'm kind of trying to talk myself into the Jets. I'm not going to do it because I already have selected the Cowboys. You know Dak Prescott said he's going to try so hard to focus on not making mistakes this year? Yes. Is he going to get in his head and try and be such a game manager? The Cowboys often struggles. 
I could totally see something like that happening where he's so nervous about making a, 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 a play that's even involving Sauce Gardner that it's check down after check down after check down. Yeah. I mean, again, I could see him. I could see the Jets covering, but in the end, Zach Wilson will Zach Wilson. And, and just as you're confident in the Jets defense, Cowboys have a pretty solid defense as well. One last thing before we move on, since we both have the Cowboys. I'm going to say something, something, uh, something crazy. I think Zach Wilson is going to be better this year than people think. I'm not saying he's good. I'm not saying he's going to go into well, a... You can't go much further Go down. into a Pro Bowl. But I will say he will be a top 20 quarterback this year. Top 20. Again, that's better than 32nd. I'm not saying elite. I'm saying I think Zach Wilson, when it's all said and done this year, will say, you know what? I was a top 20 quarterback. Sure. That might be enough to make a playoffs. That might be enough to sneak in. Yeah, he'll figure it out. I'm sure. You do not seem confident. You Cup seem of like coffee with Aaron Rodgers and you, all of a sudden. You Zach seem Wilson's... like you're patronizing me. I'm not and, patronizing. And, and, I just don't think he's going to be anything. He he makes so many dumb decisions. You know who used to do like, that too? And who's back to doing it? Josh Allen. Exactly. He's not Josh Allen, but you see some of the traits that Zach Wilson has. I'm just saying. I It's all there. I agree. And it's almost frustrating, and that's why I'm just kind of like, I, I don't want to I, I don't want to rain on parades. Or, I don't even no, wanna, you rain on my parade. I am you raining be, You be it. a thunderstorm. I'm a, yes, because I was you. I was very <laughs> like, he, he's got it. He's got the arm. He's got everything. He just does too much. And I think he's going to be the same way as it was last year. He's going to have a little more control, but... At some point, backup quarterbacks show you why they're backup quarterbacks. Commanders, Broncos, two quarterbacks that should be backup quarterbacks who are starting, Russell Wilson and Sam Howell. Slinging Sam Howell. Uh, What's the over-under? On this game? Oh, it's got to be like 38. 24 points? No, realistically, do you think it's like 38? Let me look it up. I had it. Uh, Also, minus 8.5 was the spread on the Jets and Cowboys. Oh, give me the Jets. Easy. Well, on that. Um, 39. Over under 39, Commanders and Broncos. I will rip that under in a heartbeat. Man. But who wins this battle of ineptitude? Um. What did I take? I got the uh, I got the fighting Sean Paytons. I got the Broncos. <laughs> I have the Broncos too. I, I I really do not think Washington has their quarterback situation figured out with Sling and Sam. I don't think the, the Commanders are a bad team, as I mentioned earlier. I think they're 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 fine. Um, but this Broncos defense again is very good. They're going up against a inexperienced guy in Sam Howell. Uh, that does not spell a recipe for success if you are the Washington football team, which is what they should make their name again. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Dolphins, Patriots. I know you're a Bill Belichick guy. And I'm disgusted in myself. I picked the Dolphins. I couldn't I couldn't bring yeah. myself to do it, and I wanted to so badly. Like I, And I still might. I'm going to take them to cover. I have it's, the Dolphins, and I don't think it's particularly close. I feel bad saying it, but but I, I just, again, the I Patriots' know. actual know. roster. And it's not, well, you know what, take it back. It is Bill Belichick because he's a GM, too. 
Yeah. I mean, at some point, I'm sitting here going, they have a bad roster. He can only do so much. And I go, wait a minute. No. No, you, you, he can do more because he also drafts them. So it's kind the of. The only reason I have. Not even kind of. It is on him. Any reason to pick the Patriots because he's shut down Tyreek Hill many times playing us. Only issue is Jalen Waddle. Well, so that's kind of the same thing you could say. Only issue is Travis Kelsey. So what yep. they do is they double Tyreek and your best corner goes to Waddle. So he's going to put the, their best corner is going to play Waddle. Sure. And he's going to double, maybe even triple team Tyreek Hill. Um, so I, I think it'll be low scoring. More low scoring than people will imagine the Dolphins. Um, I would take their team, whatever their over-under is. Um, it is 46 and a half. Mm. That's a game total? Yep. That's what, Wait, what do you think? It's a Dolphins They're probably total? thinking the same. <laughs> Maybe. Um, so I, I would say that, yeah, the books also think that it's going to be a divisional slugfest, a little low scoring affair, and that Belichick's going to have an answer for 200 yards. He's going to say that if someone else has 200 yards, that's fine, but it won't be Tyreek Hill. Sure. Um, I do like the Dolphins in this game. The over-under is 46-and-a-half, and the line is three. You're kind of on the magic number, right? No hook going either way. Decent chance for a push. I would personally take the Dolphins, though, with the points, um, even though they're giving three away. Uh, let's take a quick break before we come back and hit the two. Yes, two Monday night football games. Home stretch here, ESPN Kansas City. Welcome back to the home stretch, ESPN Kansas City time for the final Monday night games. Two Monday night football games. Saints, Panthers, NFC South. Give it's, me a, this. It's, a, it's a battle, baby. Yeah, it's a <laughs> battle of trash cans. Um, but I'm going to take the less stinky trash can or the recycling bin of the Saints. I like the Saints. Recycling bin's a good one because they keep recycling through quarterbacks. Ah, I like that. And Teddy Bridgewater, da- David, Derek, David Carr, yeah, Derek same, same Carr. They're the same thing, quite frankly. Derek no, Carr, actually, you know Winston. What? I don't want to disparage Derek because David was awful. Yeah, it's, that's true. Derek Carr seems like actually a decent dude. Yeah, I'll say it. And uh, David's only ex- David only sticks up for his brother, so I can't fault him for that either. Eh. Can you? <laughs> All right, both the Saints, uh, the first of the Monday Night Football games, the second one. The Browns, baby. The Browns. The Browns coming off of a huge victory over the Cincinnati Bengals. Steelers coming off of a horrible loss. But this is in Pittsburgh. Give me the Steelers and Mike Tomlin coming off a horrible loss at home again. I like the Steelers as well. I like Mike Tomlin, and quite frankly, for all the uh, the stuff and the hype around the Browns, I think there are some underlying issues still with that team. I know they won 24-3 and all seems good in Cleveland. Did you watch that game? Because I watched the whole game. I, I saw some. Not much. It was more red zone. Deshaun watching. Watson didn't look good. No, I did, I did see that. Anytime it felt like I did go to that game or they cut to that game, there was a wide-open curl route or yeah. in route or just a easy pitch and catch that he threw at someone's feet. 
And don't get me wrong, the Browns have a good team, and if he can be a game manager, they're going to be okay. I, I just I think there's a lot more issues than that 1-0 record would indicate. I agree. All right, those are our upcoming Week 2 picks. Sterling Holmes. Talking about stuff like I'm uh, Ricky Henderson, 1-0 against Dylan Michaels. Sorry, Dylan. I don't mean to uh, rub it in your face. I feel a little bad. Only a little. Competition's competition, pal. Iron sharpens iron. Exactly. All right. Before we get out of here, huge college football game this week. Some say it's the biggest game of the week. Some say. Some people are saying that this might rival a uh, a college football playoff game. Some 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 are saying that. Um, I don't know who, but I'm sure there's at least someone out there who uh, is the saying The guy that just said it into a microphone. <laughs> Kansas State travels to Columbia to face the 2-0 Missouri Tigers. Uh, don't ask those two games uh, who, who the Missouri Tigers beat, nor ask how, by how much, um, or ask how much I was white-knuckling the final quarter, that fourth quarter, uh, against Middle Tennessee. That was not a fun performance from Mizzou, but they're 2-0. K-State heading there. What do you have in this one? Give me the Wildcats. Give me the fighting Coach Clemens. Okay, the over-unders, four. Four points for K-State. It was seven. It was three. Then during the Mizzou game, I saw this climb to seven at one point, and now it's down to four. This this has been going all over the place. No idea what to uh, take away from that in crazy movement. I would put money on K-State, though. Quite frankly, I think K-State's a damn good team. While Mizzou, I've once again said they are about a 500 ball club this year. I'm allowed to say it. I'm a Mizzou fan. I can be as pessimistic as I want. Again, that's what it's like being a Mizzou fan. Dylan, this was a lot of fun. Always fun. Thank you. Oh, by the way, I'll be Sunday uh, hosting or emceeing the... um, event at Power and Light for the Chiefs away game. Until then, we are out.